Well, we had our first encounter with wildlife on our walk and chats. <laughs> this is Becky with A Better Way to Homeschool. And again, we are out on a mission to walk and chat about homeschool. These are unedited, unscripted, and raw conversations. I imagine you walking right by my side. And just like a really good friend, you don't care if I got my makeup on or if my hair's a mess. We're just walking, talking, sharing life while we work on something. Maybe you're folding laundry. Maybe like me, you've put on your sneakers and you're out putting in a few steps, moving towards being more mobile like me, trying to get back into functional fitness. We've been walking now for a couple weeks, put enough miles on my feet that I'm starting to feel good again. Oh, I still have some aches and pains. I've got one nagging hip that I'm still working through, but walking and I can tell that in the next couple months get stronger and stronger. Well, one of the things that happens when you're walking, and this has a homeschool tie-in, so one of the things that happens when you're walking, every now and again, you encounter wildlife. <laughs> well, this morning, it happened to me. I was walking my typical two-mile route, and I hear, no, 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 followed by, yap, 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 yap. And here come four dachshunds or charging at me and the owner screaming and scowling at them in a way that I knew that one or all of them was going to attack me. So I stopped and then I calmly started walking toward the pack of dogs and just pause. Okay, I'm not going to lie. My heart rate increased a little bit and I just had flashbacks. I have a friend that is terrified of dogs because when she was little, dachshunds attacked her and she's just had this string of experiences where little dogs have come at her and just terrorized her. And I thought, oh no, please don't bite me. Sure enough, it was fine. The owner was able to wrangle the dogs, even the mean one, and we were able to have a conversation briefly. And then I was gone again to walk on my merry way. And I want you to know, <laughs> this is exactly what happens with homeschool. You're walking along, enjoying your journey, enjoying your kids. And suddenly, out of nowhere, a pack of dogs might come at you. You might expect it. They might be the homeschool critics that you're um, familiar with. You know, when we started homeschooling, no one, I was against homeschooling. So first of all, I was my worst critic. But in our homeschool, um, in our environment of homeschooling, besides the charter school, the co-op school, all of our family and friends didn't homeschool. And our family in particular was pretty vocal about the fact that our kids were going to turn out lousy. So sometimes the pack of dogs that comes at you are familiar. It might be your dad, your mom, your next door neighbor, your best friend. One of my homeschool readers said that when she decided to homeschool her kids, her best friend, quote unquote, told her that she couldn't teach her kids, that she should send them to public school, that she was going to destroy her kids. Of course, we went on to have conversations about what true friendship is all about, but... 
people that you know, love, and respect may come at you like a pack of dogs. Sometimes it's strangers in public that will see you out and about with your kids. Oh, it's way more common today than it was when my kids were little. But they see you out on a Tuesday at 10 o'clock and they'll ask you things like, what, no school today? And you'll say, oh, we homeschool. Life is school or whatever your comeback is. And then this stranger will charge at you with all of their opinions about why your choice in your family for what's good for your kids is bad for the world. Sometimes the pack of dogs come at you when you're on social media. I just want you to know that, number one, you're not alone. The packs come after all of us, family, friends, strangers in public, critics on online, and I just want you to be on guard. Stand your ground. Remember the podcast about sandals. If you didn't listen to that one, go back. I'll link it in the descriptions so that you can find it easily because I can't remember which number it was because, again, raw, unedited. And since I'm walking up a hill, I really can't think very straight. But you put on your sandals, you gird yourself, and you stand your ground. Be confident. If you've decided with your spouse... And especially if you've prayed about it and you know that homeschooling is the best choice for your family. Number one, know that there will be critics at some point, at some stage. And they'll come running at you like those four little dogs did to me. Stand your ground. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just stand still. Other times you will, like me, need to walk toward the pack to show them that you're not afraid. Nope. Homeschooling is best for our family. And I am not saying that everyone should homeschool. What I am saying is that we choose to homeschool because it's the best for our family. And then leave it at that. Don't be surprised that people will not like it. Now, I have been called that guano on social media. I have this one critic that I have now completely banned that would always come onto our social media, a better way to homeschool, especially on Facebook, and just talk about how selfish and uneducated homeschoolers are. He's since banned, but I've had that. Have had critics in public question what my husband and I do. I just shake my head. I am not a confrontational person, so I'm not going to go toe-to-toe with you in public. But here's what I can tell you. After 25 years of homeschooling, all five kids delayed readers. All five. Youngest didn't read till he was 10. So where are they now? Well, oldest son is a professional CNC machinist who studies calculus on the side, is the most amazing historian, fastest witted person, amazing, strong, confident male in his sphere sphere of influence. Child number two is a creative screenwriter, producer, and 
is engaged, will probably be married soon this year, they're still working on setting a date, is gainfully employed and loving life, is a magnet for people, a natural encourager. Child number three, also a delayed learner, delayed reader, is a gifted guitarist and musician and is well, he's got his associate's degree. Oh, number two has his bachelor's in digital filmmaking. So number three has his associates of uh, art and is working on his bachelor's um, to ground him in his pursuit to be a worship pastor and is deep in studying music, totally thriving, loving life, amazing, amazing person. Child number four graduated high school early with his diploma and associates of science degree. He is our mathematician, our scientist, and the most compassionate person on the planet. He is so loving, so kind, so, so amazing. He's just a tremendous person. And then child number five, who was our most delayed reader, he was 10, is now the most voracious reader, although most of his reading is done through audiobooks. He listens to stories while he listens to stories on two and a half times speed because that's how fast his brain is moving. While he is doing that, he's doing other things. He's folding and sorting laundry, doing the dishes, riding 30 to 40 miles on a stationary bike, crocheting, painting, drawing, sculpting, something. He's amazingly talented. He's an amazing artist and is almost done with high school and will likely be pursuing, actually he's on, on a mission as he's pursuing rowing as a professional endeavor for the next probably 15 years. And you can watch for him. <laughs> Confident he will show up somewhere, nationals, worlds, or Olympics at some, at some point in time. All five kids who are no longer kids are the most hardworking young men on the planet. You put them next to a group of men to do manual labor and the boys will outwork them every single time. They are the first to show up at an event. They are the last to leave. If something needs to be broken down, set up, or assembled, they are right there. They push me out of the kitchen lovingly so that they can do the dishes. The youngest is the most suave at it. He'll actually come into the kitchen, scoop me up, dance me around in circles, and then waltz me into the other room, turn me, kiss my hand, and then run back into the kitchen to do the dishes. It's beautiful. Homeschooling has allowed each and every one of them to lean into their gifts, talents, talents and abilities. They're all well-read. They all write beautifully. They all have weaknesses, just like all of us. But where they are strong, they are strong. They are compassionate, kind, diligent, hardworking, responsible. And I don't for one moment regret not having sent them to public school. Oh, did they miss stuff? Yeah, none of them went to a dance. They didn't go to proms. They didn't date in high school. They just put their nose down 
and realized that they were too young on their own and they just leaned into what they loved. We haven't regretted one moment. Homeschool, it's wonderful. So when the pack of dogs come running at you, stand your ground, realize that it's gonna happen, but it won't happen every day and it won't happen in every circumstance. But when they do, stand stand your ground and know that you're not alone. And it's still, if this is what you're doing, it is the best thing that you can do for your family.